Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 257 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this episode is sponsored by Amanda Martin. Thank you, Amanda. Thanks, Thank Amanda. You. Can I call Tiffany you? Tiffany likes your last name. I do. I was like, I was going to say, can I call you Amanda Maddie? <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. So today we will be discussing part two of chapter 19 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Elf Tales. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to saunter your way through the details. Thank you, Liam. And before we begin... This was weekly profit news that I just discovered today. Did you just discover it today? Yeah. Okay. What is this? I, I don't really know. We don't so really know yet. Yeah, we don't really know yet. All right. So, <laughs> um, on Graham. Yeah, it's on Instagram. Actually, thanks to Tiffany because she sent it to me and posted it. <laughs> um, it's called Harry Potter Magic Caster Wand. Wait. Magic Caster Ultimate Wand Experience. I do not know what it is. I did see that it says something. I feel like it's with your TV. (sighs) Yeah, I don't know. Okay, hold on. I want to pull it up on Instagram because it said something in the caption like you might need a device to play or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like, hmm. What device? But you can go to the Discord. This web. Oh, I was just about to do that. Beat you to it. (laughs) You can go to the (laughs) website and you can sign up to be notified when whatever this thing is launches. It says coming soon, so we don't know what is it. You just so like on on the page, you're like your cursor turns into a wand, and it's kind of like lights up the background. And I'm like looking for any hidden clues, and there's nothing. It is green sparks, though, so we're all probably going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Too dark! Too dark! Too soon! I apologize! <laughs> Too much. Sorry. Oh, my God. It just says, bring spells to life in an all-new way. Go to the link in our bio to sign up to find out more. Yeah, so I'm not really sure what this is. It, I don't know why it made me feel like, remember the remote? Yeah, that mm-hmm. made me like made me think about that. I don't know. I don't what know. I also like... thought about that like PlayStation game that they had, where that was oh, like the spell casting, thing. or yeah, uh... yeah, magic book. What what if it's like a Pokemon Go experience, but you can cast spells around the world? Well, they already kind of tried that with the Fantastic Beast thing, didn't they? Oh yeah, yeah. But then everybody stopped liking Fantastic Well, not only that, but like even Pokemon Go is like it died, except for the diehards. <laughs> well, but even so, like, I'm still part of a Pokemon Go, like, Cleveland group or whatever. And 
they literally like a couple days ago were complaining about some update and how like basically nothing is spawning anymore so like they don't even want to play it because the one person was playing it for like over 20 minutes and they only had two pokemon appear and i was like well that's lame you walk through some tall grass you're gonna get hit with so many pokemon that's a lie i wonder if they're maybe going away with it and it's just not yeah I literally I mean, saw someone playing it at Disney Springs. Like I see last people week. play it at Disney all the time because there's so many spots at Disney. But like, yeah, it's not like that everywhere. No, you know, yeah. That was a great summer when that game that was launched. amazing. Oh, was so summer. Fun. that was everybody was like so connected. People were walking. I got so many extra steps. There were Pokemon. Yeah. Every, like it was such a great. Fun it was summer. so fun because you knew everybody around you was doing the same thing. Yeah. Yes. You'd like share a little secret smile, like Yeah. But I don't know what this is. It almost it also like almost makes me think like, is this gonna be a thing that you go to because it's saying the ultimate wand experience? Like, is this like a thing that you do, or is it just like a thing you can do anywhere? You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Who knows? Ultimate I don't know, but I'm intrigued. Caster. Wait, the magic, magic caster, caster ultimate wand. wand experience. But also, it reads as magic caster wand. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I wonder if that's what. Maybe it's a product called the magic caster wand. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I need more information. I'm intrigued though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Make sure to follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends, because if you like us, then they might, too. That'd be pretty cool. We always like more friends. <laughs> Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Swish Flick Cast. I am training somebody at work and he told me that he looked up Swish and Flick and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, just on YouTube. The video I watched was an uh, was uh, was a haul. It was great. Wait, content. wait, and I was wait. like, oh, thanks. I'd rather you listen to my <laughs> podcast because there's no face involved now. Right? I, know. I was like, oh no. You're like, uh, heads up, I'm weird. Right? I know. I was like, I'm crazy. I was like, we're a little different. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Oh man. Um, if you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash. Swish Flick Cast supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gives you access to the exclusive Felix Files episodes, which are about back to school this month. And actually, I really enjoyed our conversation that we just did that's going to be out soon, which will be out by the time you hear this. But anyway, um, you'll get access to our Discord channel, live recordings, trivia games, Swish Swag boxes, which everybody will have received by the time this is released to the masses and more. Um, I am so excited for you guys to get this box. I can't mm-hmm. wait to post the little photo shoot that we did at LeakyCon, <laughs> which I've been like dying to share on our Instagram, but I just want to wait a little bit so that more people get it before I post like spoilers of it. Um, but anyway, thank you guys all so much for your support. We literally couldn't do it without you. Um, if you would like to send us your Potter story or send us any fun things, questions or concerns, you can do so to our email, which is swishflickcast at gmail.com. Thank you that you're katie. a gem katie tiffany i want to hear a recap of the last episode <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh that was beautiful i, love I had to go with you. the pokemon theme okay can always go with the pokemon theme with me all right recap 
So Ron is obviously poisoned. He's in the hospital wing. Some of the Weasley family is there visiting him. He's still totally out of it. You know, he hurt his knee. That's what we all thought. Um, and hmm. Harry finds out from Hagrid that Dumbledore and Snape had an argument. Dun, dun, dun. And finally, Cormac McLaggen couldn't be happier that Ron's too ill to play Keeper. And he's a real jerk face. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that on Grace? Yeah. These <laughs> jerk face. Yeah. Don't be a jerk face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in a pediatric unit mm -hmm. with Dr. Karev. Yep. Yep. Tiffany, have you watched Grey's? I watched Grey's when it came out, and I think I saw, like, a few seasons. I won't tell you where I stopped, because it's a major spoiler, but, uh, yeah, I, I stopped. Sometimes I can't hang with shows that run for, like, 40 years, you know what I mean? <laughs> I know. I think they're on like season 19 right now or something. Yeah, that, that's like that's like 10 seasons too many. <laughs> We're on seven, though, and it's still good. I like oh, it. Good for you. <clears throat> um, all right. Who's ready for this summary? I am. I am. Harry doesn't care about Quidditch. He's still obsessed with Draco and Lav Lav is jealous of Hermione. Harry spots Draco, but he can't follow him. And McLaggen yells at Ginny, and Harry will not allow it. Luna commentates Quidditch, and Harry winds up in the hospital wing uh, with Ron. Thanks to McLaggen and a bludger, Harry literally wants to kill him. But Madame Pomfrey calls that overexertion. That <laughs> made me laugh. Uh, Wait, don't you, don't you mean Poppy? Puppy. Yeah, you guys are on like a first name basis now since last time. <laughs> it was so weird. Just out of luck. Poppy. <laughs> oh my goodness. I wish my contact wasn't messing up so I could see my notes. Wouldn't that be something? All right. Are you guys ready? You want to talk about this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the day after Ron is poisoned, the news starts to spread like really fast because this is Hogwarts and these are teenagers. But it's not like the same sensation that like Katie Bell's news was when she was cursed because it appeared to have been an accident. Okay. That mead was poisoned. Sure. But he was also in the potion master's room at the time. And there was an antidote that had been given quickly. And so no harm was really done. So everything's like fine. So basically sure. poor Ronald Weasley Everybody was like, oh, my gosh, we don't care anymore. <laughs> and I feel like it's not like he's going to have PTSD from this or anything. Right. He's going to be like moody, sniffing everything before he drinks it. Truly, that's sad. It's it terrible. is sad. It's scary. It's terrible. But I thought I had was when did we go from calling things like antidotes to calling them like more like medicines? Because I want to call things antidotes. Yeah, like I have a headache. I need to take my ibuprofen antidote. Yeah. Can we, can we, can, it's weird, but can we bring that back? <laughs> I like it. It just sounds more formal. I don't know. I don't know. So the Gryffindors are more interested in the upcoming Quidditch match than what happened with Ron, which that should kind of go hand in hand anyway, because Ron's on the team. But I digress. They will be playing Hufflepuff, and many of them wanted to see Zacharias Smith punished for his commentary 
during the last match against Slytherin. As you can remember, Zacharias Smith is a turd. And the Gryffindors <laughs> don't like <It's>... him. <laughs> and so Harry... <laughs> so for like once in Harry Potter's life he actually doesn't really care about Quidditch and that's crazy and he's rapidly becoming more obsessed with Draco Malfoy and so here's here you are Dreary fans that's a <laughs> shout out to you no it's Haco I don't like that <laughs> <laughs> that makes me think of my shoes Hoka are those oh, yeah. those sandals? No, they're ten. They're like running tennis shoes, but they God, they're so comfortable for like walking around the theme park. Mm, I love nice. it. Nice. Always love a good theme park shoe. And so Harry keeps on checking the map to see where Malfoy was and if he was doing anything out of the ordinary or like where he was that wasn't like normal. And the only thing really of note is that there are still times when Malfoy vanishes off the map altogether. And I'm kind of surprised that they didn't put this together quicker, that he was in the room of requirement. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do they, I mean, at that he, point, he does figures he know it out. that you can't see? No. Well, apparently not. Or he just doesn't think of it. He's probably so wrapped up in, like, thinking of the big picture he's not necessarily thinking that like that's where he's going or he maybe harry is so wrapped up in the fact that like just just dumbledore's army knows about the room of requirement that like it never would have even crossed his mind that malfoy would have found that room you know what i mean it, it's kind of yeah. like a voldemort flaw where like voldemort thought nobody is ever gonna find this room so i'm gonna hide the diadem yeah. there but like yeah. it's kind of a room that secretly everybody knows about <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Like people find yeah. it all the time. They just don't right. have a name for it or ever find it again after the one time. I also could see Harry just entirely underestimating Malfoy and thinking that he could like discover something like that. For but sure. They already knew it was there from last year. But did they know how to get in it? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Harry gonna It Harry, is probably him know. underestimating underestimating Draco <laughs> to a point. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, well, there's barely any time to consider this problem because of the mounting Quidditch game, homework, McLagan and Lavender trying to get him every chance they got. And it's all piling up. So he really can't even think about it as much as he wants to. Quote, he could not decide which of them was more annoying. McLagan kept constant stream of hints that he would make a better permanent keeper for the team than Ron. And now that Harry was seeing him play regularly, he would surely come around to this way of thinking, too. He was also keen to criticize the other players and provide Harry with detailed training schemes so that more than <laughs> once, Harry was forced to remind him who was the captain. Meanwhile, Lavender kept sidling up to Harry to discuss Ron, which Harry found almost more wearing than McLagan's Quidditch lectures. And so I was one one today. Truly. So here's a lightning bolt question for you. Who would you rather deal with? Cormac Spices <laughs> or lavender scented candles? I can't handle you. <laughs> <laughs> what are what, are, what would you rather deal with? Um mm, I'm lavender. Gonna say, you said lavender? Yeah. Say lavender. Why? Okay. 
because Cormac's arrogance, mm. his name's not Cormac. That is something else entirely. His arrogance just grinds on me so bad. His name is Cormac. It is Cormac. I was thinking McLagan. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. I got confused because you you put spices and I was thinking McCormick and I got really confused with That's myself. what I was going for. I know, but then I tried to say his real name and I did say his real name, but I thought I didn't say his real name. You know oh what I'm saying? Gosh. Anyway, okay, his fine. arrogance like uh. makes me want to scream. So like at least I could just I don't I don't want to deal with that, so I'll deal with lavender. I okay. would say Cormac. Yeah, because I don't want to talk about people's feelings. Well, yeah, because I was going to say, I think that I would have an easier time telling Cormac off than like getting Lavender to stop talking to me because I would like feel bad for Lavender to a point, especially because like Ron's faking sleeping when she's coming in and like (laughs) just making it so much harder. So like to have to deal with like you know advocating for your best friend but also like not hurting this girl's feelings like that is just like too many emotions involved Cormac I could just be like dude shut up I'm the captain go away (laughs) that's fair and get out of my face and I wouldn't have as much of a problem saying that to him as I would saying something like that to Lavender you know what I mean but the thing with Cormac is you can say that to his face and Harry does and he just still doesn't stop yeah but guess who isn't on the team in a little bit yeah, but that's because he like royally messed up himself. I would have been off the team anyway. You know? Okay. It was always well, going to be Ron. Just well, yeah, like, of course. Like, he wasn't going to stay there. Well, right. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I thought you meant. I don't know. <laughs> what are we arguing about? <laughs> McCormick Spices. McCormick no, Spices. No, Katie, you chose it. Lavender. You know what? Mrs. Dash or Bust, okay? <laughs> Which no also salt. might there's no it also salt. might be McCormick. I don't know. <laughs> God, no, it's Mrs. Dash. But is it under the? You know what? I'm gonna look it up. I think it's what its own brand, it? isn't it? What is Mrs. Dash? Is Mrs. Dash its own brand? Yeah, I think McCormick. so. Unless it's under like, does McCormick have a company? Why are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that said Cormac spices. Okay, I didn't know it was gonna spiral. <laughs> all right, but I should have. I do believe it's different. Up. Yeah, it's its own. It, it's brand. different. Okay. Now we all know. Thank you, Katie. You're welcome. This is valuable important. information. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So, Lavender is still very upset that no one thought to tell her that Ron was in the hospital wing. Okay. I get that. I get that. However, none of these people talk to you. So, they probably never thought to be like, oh, let me go tell Lavender. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, literally... All, all you guys right. do is like snog and move on. So there's no hang time with the friends. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Be a lot of hand motions. If, yeah. <laughs> okay. If you wonder if you tried to be oh, friends, yeah. that's she all. Didn't. Snog and move on. That's all. She forgave Harry, probably because she wants more in depth chats about Ron's feelings. And that made Harry highly uncomfortable and also same. I would be really uncomfortable too if I wasn't like friends with you and you were trying to talk to me about feelings. So Harry gets right to the point. Quote, look, why don't you go talk to Ron about all this? Harry asked after a particularly long interrogation from Lavender that took in everything from precisely what Ron had said about her new dress robes 
to whether or not Harry thought that Ron considered his relationship with Lavender to be, quote, air quote, serious. Well, I would, but he's always asleep when I go see him, said Lavender fretfully. Uh! Game over. <laughs> Mr. Ronald Weasley, you are done. So Harry's thinking to himself, he's like, that's weird. I have no problem catching Ron during his waking hours. And so he kept talking to Ron about like the news of Dumbledore and, and Snape arguing. And so he's like, this is really weird. And so Lavender demanded then to know if Hermione was still visiting him. And Harry's like, well, yeah, they're friends. And Hermione, um, oh, I'm sorry. I wrote that wrong. Lavender is very upset, not Hermione. And she's like, friends, don't make me laugh, said Lavender scornfully. She didn't talk to him for weeks after he started going out with me. But I suppose she wants to make up with him now after he's all interesting. And I hear the movie in my head. She's like, they didn't speak for weeks. Weeks. (laughs) I love the way she says it. So good. Also, the scene, that scene doesn't happen but the movie version uh, is Chef it's Kiss. Funny. It's yeah, so it's good. Really good. It's I so love funny. The teacher's all standing there, and Dumbledore, mm-hmm. what does he say? Like, uh, young uh, love teasing or yeah. something. <laughs> like, so good. It's so good. Because I feel like he would have said something like that. And so Harry's annoyed by all of this. He's like, I hate this. So he's like, do you think getting poisoned is being interesting? And then basically he's like, I got to go. I got to go chat Quidditch with, I put McL. We don't have to call him that, please. I just didn't want to tie McLaggen again. <laughs> McL. 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 Which is laughable because Harry can't stand him. It's, but it's a great lie to get away. And I love it. And so he takes off and he runs through a wall that is pretending to be solid, which with the wall pretending is just another... Uh, uh, piece of evidence in my head that hogwarts is a sentient being um, totally. it's pretending um and he runs through it to take him on a shortcut that will get him to potions class potions how did they find yes. that wall were they just like gonna lean against it and someone was like whoa props who knows? and fell backwards who knows they probably said it earlier in the series and we just all forgot <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. I wonder if it is. I want to find it. Yeah. So, on the morning of the Quidditch match against Hufflepuff, Harry does go to visit Ron, and Ron is super agitated because Poppy won't let him go down to the go down and watch the game. Um, and he seems nervous when he asks Harry how Cormac is doing because he doesn't want to be replaced. And Harry is super nice about it and also like genuine, though. He's like he said that he already told him Cormac could be world class and he wouldn't want him, which is like Mm -hmm. such a good friend. It's just a good friend. But also, like, I think that he is being genuine in saying that, though, because even though Cormac might be a potential better player than Ron he seriously affects the team in a negative way and that Mm -hmm. like can't happen. So like either way, even though he is technically maybe better, a better keeper, he's not a better teammate. So Cormac doesn't stand a chance in my opinion. Um, 
but Ron is wait no, no no sorry Harry says that Cormac is pushy basically and thinks that he's better than everyone and he can't wait to get rid of him um, but then he also scolds Ron and tells him to stop pretending that he's asleep when Lavender comes to visit because he's getting really <laughs> tired of these conversations with her and he doesn't know what else to say and Ron like basically admits that like yeah he's doing that and um harry's like if you just want like if you want to break up with her you just need to break up with her like if you don't want to see her anymore just like stop you need to stop i love the directness of that what your friends do (laughs) which is true though because like don't drag her along if you're not invested true um that's not fair for either of you right yeah totally because i mean you could be spending more time with hermione ron is like me it puts it off puts it off I put everything off. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Um, Ron does ask if Hermione is going to come and visit him before the game and is disappointed to find out that Harry said that she's already gone down with Ginny. Um, And he, he looks glum and he tells him, (laughs) this is literally how he says hammer McClat. I mean, Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so harry is running late so he's hurrying through the corridors and he was looking outside trying to like gauge the weather and how much wind they were going to be dealing with when he sees malfoy with two girls harry demands where he's going and I'm just going to read some of the conversation. Yeah, I'm really going to tell you because it's your business, Potter, sneered Malfoy. You'd better hurry up. They'll be waiting for the chosen captain, the boy who scored, whatever they call you these days. Okay, but those the are pretty good. The boy who <laughs> scored. <laughs> Dreary. <laughs> I want. I hope there's a fan fiction out there called "The Boy Who Scored." There's I'm gotta sure be, there right? Is. Somebody there's look it be. up. Discord, do your work. <laughs> I need to know. I'm sure there is, and it, I bet it's dreary. Oh, faux show. Um, so Harry stares at one of the girls, and she blushes. And then Malfoy pushes past Harry, and the two girls stay close to him and vanish from view together. So Harry watches them disappear. And and it is like confirmed that the two girls are Crab and Goyle and with Polyjuice Potion, correct? Yes. Yeah. He he took it from Slughorn in their first lesson. Um so Harry watches them disappear and he was mad because he was cutting it close to getting to the pitch on time, but Malfoy is skulking off while the whole school is down at the pitch and like this is literally his chance. To finally follow him and figure out what he's doing. But he just remains frozen. Harry eventually sprints down to the pitch and to the dressing rooms. And Jenny is peeved. She demands, where have you been? (laughs) Who is she, her mother? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Everybody was ready, though, except for him. And he's pulling on his robes as fast as he can. Harry quietly told her that he met Malfoy and she was like, so? And then he said, so I wanted to know how come he's up at the castle with a couple of girlfriends while everyone else is down here. 
And then Jenny goes, does it matter right now? And then he says, well, I'm not likely to find out, am I? Sheesh. Sheesh. (laughs) (laughs) So the whole team marches out onto the pitch to deafening cheers and boos. There is a little bit of wind, some patchy clouds, and some bright sunlight. And Cormac tries to give advice to Cootin Peaks. Jimmy Peaks. Jimmy Peaks. Uh, but Harry literally tells him to shut up, which really made me LOL, and to go to the goalposts. And Harry does, in fact, give Coot and Peaks the same advice grudgingly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he is up there. Shakes the hands with the other team captain and they are off and he's just thinking to himself, I just really need to catch this snitch quick so that we can get back up to the castle and I can find Malfoy on that Marauder's map. Mm-hmm. Obsessed. <laughs> and we get Luna commentary. commentary. She's so great. I totally, I know, I totally forgot about this. I'm not going to lie. And I was very excited ah. when I started reading it. <laughs> So a lot of this is just I'm just going to like read some of the stuff she says because it is hilarious. Smith was being quite rude about Gryffindor. I expect he regrets that now he's playing them. Oh, look, he's lost the quaffle. Ginny took it from him. I do like her. She's very nice. You skipped one. What? Oh, shoot. And that's Smith of Hufflepuff with the quaffle. He did the commentary last time, of course. And Ginny Weasley flew into him. I think probably on purpose. It looked like it, <laughs> she said dreamily. <laughs> it looked like um, it. Harry was shocked to see Luna commentating, and he notices that McGee looks rather uncomfortable, kind of like she's having second thoughts on the idea of letting Luna commentate. Um, because at some point during all of this commentating, she does start just take, taking the microphone to like shout out the score because Luna's not <laughs> keeping score or telling people the score. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. For all my Gilmore girl fans out there, this is literally Kirk with the hockey match. If you know, you know, if you know. <laughs> I really, I really need to watch that show. You do. I started to, but then I got into Grey's. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Um, this is more of Luna. But now that big Hufflepuff players got the quaffle from her, I can't remember his name. It's something like Bibble. No, Buggins. It's Cadwallader, said McGee. <laughs> <laughs> so close. So close. Um, and Harry is just staring for the snitch with absolutely no sign of it. And then McLaggen starts shouting criticism at Ginny. Wow. And while doing so, he lets a quaffle in. Um, and Harry yells at him. McLaggen, will you pay attention to what you're supposed to be doing and leave everyone else alone? And then Luna, <laughs> she goes, and Harry Potter's now having an argument with his keeper, said Luna serenely, while both Hufflepuffs and Slytherins below in the crowd cheered and jeered. I don't think that'll help him find the snitch, but maybe it's a clever ruse. <laughs> and this got him to spin around and go off to find the snitch. I do believe he swore loudly. Why did you type yeah, ball? Harry. I don't know. <laughs> Megan didn't go call find it a ball. snitch. She called it a ball. <laughs> it is a ball. Who are you then? <laughs> Oh, gosh. You're channeling Luna. It's fine. 
Hey, this is Megan from Swish and Flick. I wanted to tell you all about Book of the Month. I love the curated list of books that is available every month. It makes it so easy to find something for you. Book of the Month focuses on new and upcoming authors. It's really helped me to venture beyond my regular genres. I am so excited at the start of every month to see what Book of the Month has picked. And what's better than getting a cute blue box in the mail with a book in it? I was so excited to see this month The Paradise Problem by Christina Lauren was a pick. You guys know how much I love their writing. I've already started it, and it's everything you could expect from a Christina Lauren novel. Book of the Month is offering a great intro offer for the month of May. You get your first book for $5 with the code PETALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, and shipping is always free. Head on over to bookofthemonth.com and use code Petals. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life, but when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Swish. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Stop the audience because it's my turn. Mm-hmm. So Ginny and Demelza each get a goal, but then Hufflepuff scored again. Um, but Luna doesn't seem to notice because she's busy giving updates on things like <laughs> interestingly shaped clouds yeah. and the fact that Zach Smith probably has something called loser's lurgy. Z Smith in the house. Uh, so I looked up loser's lurgy and it has a little page on the wiki. It's an illness probably not proven to ever actually have existed that apparently caused people to perform their activities poorly or, you know, to lose. This is me at life. <laughs> <laughs> What? This is definitely me. Why? At my job. No, man. Oh my you gosh. Have, <laughs> you have this thing where if you don't do something perfect the first time, you get so flustered and you just want to master it immediately. Yeah. That's what you do. More fun facts, though. The word lurgy, apparently, this is what the internet said. So if this is incorrect, please. Uh, the British slang is British slang for a fictitious yet highly infectious disease and is equivalent to cooties. <laughs> what? So not real. <laughs> you right. Fictitious. <laughs> right. 
Um, so here's Luna talking about all this stuff that has nothing to do with Quidditch. And McGee took it upon herself to yell into the megaphone that the score was 70-40. I like how I called it a microphone. It was a megaphone. Sorry. I mean, it's kind of the same thing, right? Shouldn't they be using their wands? Yeah, they should have just done, what is the spell? Sonorous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Luna brings Harry's attention with her commentating that the Gryffindor keeper now has one of the Gryffindor beaters, Bats. So Harry spins around. Sure enough, here's McLagan. He had pulled Peek's bat out of his hand and was demonstrating how to hit a bludger towards one of the oncoming players. What? Cadwallader. Cadwallader. Do your own job. Let Peeks do his job. Like, this is not a practice. What no. are you doing? Great. Freaking idiot. Playoffs? You don't get that. Nope. <laughs> Some people will. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> where's Brandon? I need him. <laughs> okay. I wondered if it was pronounced Lurgy. I thought it was Lurgy. Lurgy. That's Lurgy. How, uh, Sorry. That's how Jim Dale says it. Yes, Brie got me. Okay. Losers Lurgy. Losers cooties. Will you get him back his bat and get back to your goalposts? Roared Harry, pelting towards McLaggen just as McLaggen took a furious swipe at the bludger and mishit it. A blinding, sickening pain a flash of light, distant screams, and the sensation of falling down a long tunnel. This, kid, this is a normal man. occurrence that's, for Harry Potter. That's just Harry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just another game of Quidditch for Harry. Because the next thing he knows, where does he wake up? The hospital wing. Yay. At least his best friend is right next to him. Yay. And Ron's like, hey, nice of you to drop in. Um, so Harry can tell from the sky outside that it is much later in the day, like the the match had to have finished hours ago. And the first thing he thinks, not like, oh man, I missed the game, or oh man, I'm oh, hurt. Did we win? Right. Oh, any hope of cornering Malfoy is gone. Cornering I really Malfoy. wanted to smooch him in a broom closet. You're oh. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> uh, So Harry notices that his head feels strangely heavy. And it's described as, like, he has a stiff turban on his head. And I got, like, mm. coral vibes. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, is he feeling extra coralish tonight? <laughs> Throw some garlic and, uh, in there Poppy, and Right? <laughs> Poppy tells him he had a cracked skull. Holy I'm forever crud. calling her Poppy. Right. That's it. That's a serious beating from a bludger a cracked skull i mean i guess he did have his arm broken by a i would not too, so. want anything to do with mclagan after this i literally no don't even blame harry for his reaction mclagan would be like well like but i'm a keeper not a beater and i'd be like well then why are you showing the beater how to beat Poppy says, don't worry, I mended it. You're going to be okay. But I'm keeping you overnight. I don't want you to overexert yourself. Woohoo! Buddy sleep over in the hospital wing. Woohoo! Best friend. And Harry says, I don't want to stay here overnight. I want to find McLagan and kill him. And Madame Pomfrey <laughs> says, mm, 
that falls under overexertion. <laughs> I love her for that. That's so funny. I know. Uh, so she leaves and Harry's like, Ron, did you happen to like, do you know how much we lost by? And he says final score was 320 to 60. Yikes. We swamp. That's bad. That's a loss. Uh, if Okay, so if Harry is, clearly he got taken out, right? Like, can anybody now have the responsibility of catching the snitch? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Ginny should have. She can do it. Yeah, what yeah. the heck, Ginny? What's so wrong with you? It's all Ginny's fault. Oh, why don't we have people, like, sitting bench? Yeah. Just Are they supposed to reserve players? Yeah. Or is that just, like, professional teams? They should have kids wow. sitting on brooms waiting. Right? You know what I, mean? I agree with you. Why, won't you, why don't you have... Longbottom, you're in! Yeah, why don't you have, like, extra players <laughs> going on? Especially with such, like, a dangerous sport. Yeah, because we all know Quidditch doesn't stop just because someone gets hurt. Or loses bones in an arm, you know? Nope, nothing. Or swallows the snitch. Or fake dementors show up. Yep, Yep. or real dementors show up. up. Dementor, dementor! So Harry is mad. And he says, when I get a hold of McLaggen. And Ron tells him, you don't want to, he's the size of a troll, first of all. And then he says, I think personally, you think I think you should hex him with that toenail thing from the prince. Oh. Um, and the rest of the team might have already dealt with him before Harry even gets out of the hospital wing because they're not happy. And Harry notices Ron sounds uh, pretty gleeful about that. <laughs> and he can tell that he's nothing short of thrilled that McLagan had messed up so badly. I don't blame him at all. And then Ron says, yeah, I could hear the commentary from here. I hope Luna always commentates from now on, which I agree. She should have that job permanently. He's like slowly coming around to like her. Yeah. Like being like a real mm-hmm. friend to her instead of like being like weirded out by her and being around yeah. her. You know what I mean? And doesn't yeah. she say like that he's making fun of her or something? He's like, no, I'm being like legitimately serious. Like, I think you should do it all the time. I think that comes later on. I like that. I mean, after what they all went through, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They all had, I mean, they legitimately all had each other's backs in there. So I'm glad. Not glad they went through that, but I'm glad that they're all friends. (laughs) Yeah. How about some lightning bolt round questions? All right. I just pulled them. I'm ready. Can you believe it? I am so impressed by you. Um, Kim asks, how would you have responded to Lavender's question of serious relationships? Wake his butt up and ask him yourself. Yeah, honestly. I would have been like, don't talk to me about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> been like, I don't know. Like, I don't know the ins and outs of your love life. Ew. Like, maybe he doesn't like you. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's uh, not not into it. Not <laughs> he's just not that into you, right? Just hand he's her just that. Not book. that into you. Uh, uh, Liam asks, "Do you think Ron ever genuinely cared about Lav Lav?" Um, I like what someone said in the chat. They said, "No, he only cared that someone was smooching him and wanted to be his girlfriend." Yeah, I think he liked it 
liked her for the attention, but not necessarily like her for herself. You know, yeah. what he I likes mean? the idea of lavender, right? Yeah. yeah. But I think deep down he knew that he never had actual feelings for lavender. It was more so like, oh, she's fawning over me, mm-hmm. and she we're kissing, and she cares about me, so I'm gonna just soak it all in Mm. and maybe make Hermione jealous and make her realize that she wants to date me. Mm. Maybe. Um, Uh, young love. Katie K asks, would you have reheld tryouts to find a new keeper and hope someone else beats McLaggen or just went with McLaggen because he was second best and that's how Harry picked the new chaser. I probably would have done what Harry did, but I don't know. I guess if I didn't like McLaggen as much as he didn't, I may have held more tryouts and been like, hey, Hermione, work your magic again <laughs> so I don't have to pick him. But Harry wants to win, so. he. P- That's like a lot of work, though. Yeah. I almost feel like they had some practices between then and the game, right? Or no? A couple, I think. I think. So. Yeah, because you yelled at people, right? Yeah. First time, I would have been like, look. I'm like he did. I'm captain. If you're gonna keep acting like that though through practices, you're not playing. I will pull some rando instead of you because you're a jerk. Yeah. Um, Jenny asks, would you be more of a Luna or a Lee Jordan Quidditch announcer if tasked with the job for a match? Thousand percent Luna. I probably would be like Lee. I would be Lee. I want to tell you the score. <laughs> I en- like I like and en- I enjoy watching basketball and like following that kind of stuff. So I think that I would enjoy following like what's going on and actually commentating on it. Mm-hmm. I like what Bree said, a mix the facts, but with some goofiness. True. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Katie, one more question. Katie says, would you be more focused on Draco or the Quidditch game? Probably me, Mm. probably the Quidditch game. Not because I care about Quidditch, but because I feel like it's more important than Draco right now. (laughs) Yeah, me personally, I do Quidditch. But that's because I'm not Harry Potter. (laughs) My mind tends to like take a break from things like that so like I'd be focused on Draco my brain would pause for Quidditch and then I'd be right back to Draco yeah did we get a bingo I don't think so who won but no matter what Hufflepuff has won (gasps) the house cup yeah you guys yeah. i feel like it's been yeah, a while yeah, yeah, yeah i, I yeah, feel yeah, like last yeah. time we recorded you guys had a very low score just like uh <laughs> gryffindor and slytherin tonight she's louise yeah that's pretty bad <laughs> <laughs> 20 points <laughs> good job hufflepuffs way to be badgers Way to be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give me that fan story. Fan story. 
This fan story comes from Amy from August of 2021. Hello to four lovely humans. My name is Amy and I'm from Melbourne. Oh, I'm sorry. Melbourne, Australia. I have always pronounced that wrong. So thank you for <laughs> spelling it out for me. Melbourne. <laughs> Melbourne. I'm writing this on our 203rd day of being in COVID lockdown. Ugh. And firstly, I would like to say thank you for providing me a shining light in some of the darkest times of my life. Mm. I'm a proud Ravenclaw with some puff tendencies. Woohoo! My wand is laurel wood with a unicorn hair core, 10 inches, and quite bendy flexibility. My Patronus is a wild cat. Wow. Jealous. And my Ilvermorny house is Puckwudgie. My Potter story began when I was nine years old. My sister and I spent our summer holidays at our cousin's house every year, and this year they were reading a book about a boy wizard. They also had a brand new computer game about him, too. I was hooked. I will forever have the sound of collecting Birdie, Bot be Birdie Bot's beans and Flipendo mm -hmm. stuck in my head. Oh, my gosh. That game was <laughs> seriously the best. Like, so bad and so good. <laughs> oh, that's how old PC games were. Mm -hmm. Those memories of my cousins and sister have such a special place in my mind. It was truly the most carefree and magical time of my life. One day I was called out of school by my mom to tell me my cousin had died my cousin and i were the same age she was only 10 years old all the magic from my life had suddenly disappeared and reality pain and grief sunk its claws in i went from a confident creative and happy kid to a shy anxious and angry person it took me a long time to get back to some form of my former self and escaping into worlds like harry potter helped me along the way unfortunately covid and everything that came with it dragged me right back down my fiancé and I had our elopement to Scotland planned and booked, which had to be canceled. I'm not sure if I was more annoyed about get not getting married or not being able to eat ice cream at Mary's Milk Bar every day for a week. Shout out to Megan and Katie. They do have fantastic ice cream. I'm sorry. They do. And have then had to cancel our hometown wedding four more times due to lockdowns. I was working as a vet nurse, or vet tech as you might call it in the States, and spent every day going into work trying to help pets and their owners, only to be faced with daily abuse and name-calling by our community as we had to follow strict lockdown rules in order to stay open. I was in an all-time low, developing the worst anxiety and depression I've ever had. I discovered your podcast a few months into the first Melbourne lockdown, and it opened up a whole new world of happiness for me. It got me outside, walking and listening to your banter and hilarious conversations when dark thoughts were looming, all I wanted to do was lie in bed, and it got me back into a fandom that I had mostly left behind with my childhood. For that, I cannot thank you all enough. It honestly changed my life. My now husband and I were able to get married in between lockdowns in May 2021 and eloped in Cradle Mountain in Tasmania. Think Glencoe vibes in Scotland. Ooh. And it looked just like the Hogwarts grounds, snow, mountains, and all. I've since changed careers, and I've learned to put myself first, always. Sending love from down under, and please give Fozzie, Iggy, and Teddy some well-deserved scratches. My pr my pets are forever known as quality pooches and ki <laughs> kitties. <laughs> love always, Amy. Oh, Amy. Amy. Sorry about your... That was a very rocky story, yeah. but I'm glad that it ended on a high note. Yeah, I'm really sorry for your loss. Yeah. Obviously, I'm... Sorry for what COVID has had us all endure. Yeah, yeah truly. Um, especially anyone who was celebrating any sort of large life event, like getting married, traveling, yeah. all that stuff. Um, so thank you for your kind words, because that is so surreal. But I am so glad that, like, 
our words were out there for you to listen to and make yeah. you feel a little better. That That is a true honor. So thank you so much. And I will give my cats all the love from you for sure. Fozzie will get scratches. We'll give some to Phil too because he didn't exist when you sent this in, but I'm sure that you want us to give them to him too. So that's true. Very good. Wasn't even born. Was not even a twinkle in his little puppy mom's eyes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You sound like that's a dad thing to say. (laughs) You hanging around me too much. Right. Yeah. Speaking of dads. Thank you, Amy. Sure. Who cleans up around the Mer People castle? Uh filter fish. <laughs> oh my god. No, the mermaid. Oh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany trying too hard there when the answer went, is right in front I of you. Way too hard on that. <laughs> Foolish behavior. Sorry. Do you oh want another one just for fun? Yeah. Okay. What kind of music do bad wizards listen to? Jazz caban. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Was never going to get that one. Yeah. <sighs> Filter fish. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, shut up. On that note. If you would like to follow, I said no cleaning. (laughs) I am ashamed. Does anybody even want to follow us at this point? I don't think so. But you're more than welcome to my 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 Katie, my Katie Katie and me. (laughs) I am your Katie. Are on Instagram at the Peters Family and Tiffany's on Instagram at Tiff Swish underscore Flick. That's me. Yeah. What have I been doing? What are you doing? Uh, besides bringing up new life, Peloton. <laughs> Not the bike. I don't have a bike, but I have been doing the workouts on the app, which I absolutely love. I've been. Dude, I did a, a roll call the other day. My arms are sore. Yeah. yeah. I love. I love it. It's so great. Yep. It's so great. Um, I've been walking every day with Mr. James and the Foz man. Does he like it any better? Yeah. He's he's pretty good. <laughs> he started crying today, so we only got 15 minutes total. So we had to turn around pretty early. And that was with Rose. The, oh, my gosh. She was killing me last night. She told me that... She called a turkey a rainbow chicken. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I lost it. I lost it. And I never want to forget that. A rainbow chicken. She's so funny. And then today we were playing. She always tells we always play pretend. And she goes, Mom, pretend like you don't know anything and you don't know, like, what I'm talking about. And I'm like, OK, that's pretty uh, on par for what I usually am just the way that she talks she's so incredibly brilliant like i'm just i told her today i was like i'm just so lucky to be your mom and she like ran over and hugged me. i am she is the coolest she is the coolest and 
you know, she goes to, to preschool three days a week right now. And so I just try and on those couple of days that she's home during like the waking hours, just really trying to get some like one-on-one time with her while James is sleeping. And today we got to play stuffed animals. I was a giraffe and she was a monkey and we just had some good times. Uh, other than that, I just, today I just finished reading, rereading um, Mist and Fury. So I'm going to move on to Wings and Ruin. And my spooky book that I have picked out for spooky season, which I'm sure it'll take me 3,000 years to read. So I'll probably start it in September. It's actually a Stephen King book that I have not read, which I'm surprised at myself. I've not read Salem's Lot. So I bought that at the bookstore a couple of weeks ago. And I will be reading that during spooky season. Other than that, that's kind of what I've been doing. I went into my classroom and helped get it ready. I don't remember if I talked about that last time. But I am officially on maternity leave and I go back about mid-October. So, oh, we made our first trip to my hometown. My grandma had a birthday. And so Mr. James got to meet family members and it was great. And that's me. Nice. That's exciting. I started listening to Seven again, too. (laughs) Who's surprised? That's my shower book. (laughs) I can feel it in my bones that I am going to finish Empire of Storms in the next two days. I do believe. I'm getting close. I think that I'm on, like, I'm almost on chapter 60. Um, And it's like... You know how you could just, like, tell when you're, like, at this point in an SJM book where, like, the rest is just going to fly by because, like, so much is about to happen. Yeah. That's, like, that's, like, where I'm at. So I'm, like, once that hits, you just, like, wrap it up real quick. Um, So I have that. And then I'm also still in the middle of The Paris Apartment by Lucy Folly, which is good. But I did stop listening to it because I got real invested in Empire of Storms. So I went to the audiobook of Empire of Storms while I was driving instead of the Paris apartment, as well as reading the physical copy, like while I'm at home. Um, So I was like doing like double teaming it. Um, But I'll go back to the Paris apartment, I'm sure soon. And what else have I been doing? Um, Going to the pool. Yeah, I have been going to the pool like every day. (laughs) It's been so nice. I like come home from work. I chill for a little bit and then me and my mom go down to the pool for like one, two hours. Nice. I read while my mom just like walks around the pool. Walks around <laughs> the pool. She has a great time. <laughs> she literally, yeah, she just like, she just like walks. She's like, it's supposed to be good for your joints, which like it totally is. So it's awesome. It's like, she's really enjoying. Oh, she's that. in the water. In the water. Okay. In the no, water. She just walks just, like from literally I walking. Back <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> um, while I'm hanging out on the edge, like reading my book. <laughs> um, she reads yeah, no, like guys, she's walking in the pool. <laughs> that's what I did when I was in labor. I walked. I literally walked around the bottom of the pool, and then I used a, a boogie board and I I swam around and literally. It got me from like two centimeters to six. And I was like, let's have a baby. That's <laughs> so awesome. If you're able to do that, <laughs> if you have that ability, it's my suggestion. Um, Kendra asks if you read in the water or just by the pool. 
in the water. My like whole body is in the water except my arms and I'm reading that way because it keeps me cool. It's too hot to not be in the water here right now. Ugh, it's so disgusting. Out there at lunch and just I did only I had lunch, so I just like sat on the edge of the pool and I was dripping sweat like quite literally dripping sweat when i tell you i hate florida summers i literally hate florida summers i think that i hate florida summers equally if not more for me than ohio winters like it's so bizarre because people are always just like oh well but at least you have sunshine and it's like yeah but you are literally dying in the heat like, I can't even enjoy myself. Just like you can't enjoy yourself in the winter. At least, like, at least it feels nice to, like, be cozied up with a blanket by a fire, or, like, reading a book in the winter. Whereas, like, in the summertime here, it's like you can see the sunshine and you, like, ache to be in it so bad. But then you step out and it's disgusting. Yeah. And I literally just hibernate in the air conditioning because I can't handle it. You live in a soup state, so... I literally Soup. hate summer and I hate fall here because it it's a lie. Fall doesn't exist. Fall is just more summer. It is. It's like I'm so excited to go to Mickey's not so scary Halloween Yay! party, but I just keep thinking about how hot I'm going to yeah. be and how humid I'm going to be. And then like all of my all of our friends who want to go like they want to do like all these fun costumes and I'm like we're going to die. I don't want to do a costume. I'm going to die. <laughs> And it's at night, yeah. but it doesn't matter because the humidity is so bad. Ugh. It's disgusting. Wait, when are you going? When are you going? The end of September. What's a good... We got we a chance for it to we be... We gotta find a good mm. costume. Like a thin, good costume. I'm kind of leaning towards just being pain and panic again. Yeah. Because they were cool. Like, it's I mean, just it was leggings and a shirt. In California, so... Yeah. Yeah. And we wore it. I just, there's a chance September 20th could be okay, but Kate, we've been in October and it's been terrible before. Yeah. So, yep. Think of costumes for them. Yeah. I just literally can't wait for like Thanksgiving beyond because then I will be happy here again with the Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like, I don't mean to complain, but like, dang, I'm over this weather. It was literally hot, hot, hot today. So, But the pool's making it bearable, and that's what I've been doing. So, yeah. Anyway, Katie, on to you. Um, So I finished, I said this last time, I finished Crescent City 2, but I picked up another book. I'm, I'm so excited for I'm taking a mini break before I do the long trek of Throne of Glass. And I started The Soulmate Equation. It's very good so far. I'm only like six chapters in, but it's really good. I like didn't I was like I don't know how to run without listening to a book. I need I need an audiobook and Meg's like well, here's all my audiobooks. <laughs> Pick one. Yeah. Um nice. but yeah, that's been really enjoyable so far. And uh I think I'm signing up for more races. So What do you mean think? You think. <laughs> Get real. Well, yeah. No, I mean I am going to do these races. It's just a matter of We just need to figure it out. Yeah. Because yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. But I'm excited because it's an amazing theme and I need the shirts and I need the medals. I need them. It's a need. 
True need. Where are you putting all these medals? <laughs> what did you figure that you were going to do with them? I haven't yet. Oh, okay. Current, <laughs> currently, they're on my dresser. All right. All right. <laughs> and I'm slowly earning all of the Mia medals that Mia sent me. Um, She did actually. She Mia sent also us sent a display me. for your Harry Potter medals. Yeah. We just need to figure out a display for your Disney medals. Yeah. We'll see. I've seen some cool stuff online. And then yeah. other races you may do. Like you have the Pride or the Pulse Foundation medal. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you'll do other ones like that. Yeah. That's my life. You know? Yeah. I'm like that with my pins. Like I need another thing to display them. Yeah, I know. I started doing like a cork board, but I've run out of space on said cork board. And I have bags, which are really cute and cool. And like they keep them safe and whatnot. But like I can't look at them all the time if they're in a bag. So it makes me sad. And guys, I have a lot of freaking pens. Yeah, it's like bad. Mm. I got a lot of pens at LeakyCon. <laughs> yeah, but that's because they're like really freaking They're cute. really good. Like people are so talented yeah. they're, beautiful. they're beautiful literally they are works of art and they need to be displayed properly truth yeah last thing fill update mm. he's grasping rollover mm-hmm. if anybody has any advice on this i i need help yeah we need some puppy help he has started for some reason when we're training with him when when we go to give him a treat, he'll, like, jump at us for the treat instead of, like, staying in his sit or staying in his down. He'll, like, be so frantic and excited for the treat that he'll just be, like, jumping at us with, like, mouth open to, like, grab it from my hand. And I'm like, oh, well, dude, I don't want to give it to you if you're going to take it like that. Right. And we do, like, we do, like, not give it to him until he has calmed. Yeah. And I have to say, like, sit, stay, stay, stay. And then I give it to him. Yeah. <sighs> I think it's just going to be, but see, I don't know. He just had, you know, as he gets older, he just starts up new little teenager habits and like that sometimes we need to re-squash. When, when I'm trying to teach re-squash. him rollover. <laughs> when I'm trying to teach him rollover, I'll get him to sit. I'll get him to do down. And then as soon as I say rollover, he'll jump at me with his mouth open. And I'm like, what the heck are you doing? That is my a, dude? not a rollover, sir. And that. I see red and I really need to like learn to calm myself. You did really good yesterday. But he makes me so mad sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so if anybody has any advice, yeah, ignore him until he settles. I'll say things to him like last night. He did that to me twice and like he did it one time and I got up and like we stopped for a little bit and then I came back and like I was like, okay, are you ready now? And then he started doing it and I was like, okay. If you're going to act like that, well, then we can't do it and you don't get treats. And like, he doesn't know. He's just like, why'd you stop? Why are you so mean to me? <laughs> but why are you the worst mom? But it feel better to give him an explanation as to why he's not getting something. Yeah. Or sometimes I'll look at him and be like, dude, I'm going to put you on the street if you don't <laughs> knock it off. He doesn't get it, though. You know, he just looks at you like he's like, what? Dinner? What, mom? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you heard me. You're going to sleep outside. Okay. Guys, I'm just kidding. I would never do that. I'm just saying that to him to try to instill fear, but it doesn't work. (sighs) 
I'm still fear. <laughs> Oh my god He's so bitey again all of a sudden And I'm like my dude you need to stop You'll be fine There's gonna be a day Where you look back on all this And it'll be a thing of the past Fozzie used to eat sticks of butter And now he's fine So (laughs) It's all gonna work out for Phil Sticks of butter I wish I was a liar (laughs) How's his cholesterol? He's doing much better now. He got better. Oh, all right. That's all. Yeah, that's all she wrote. Cooties and Quidditch friends. If you remember back, that's what we talked about. (laughs) Oh, that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And don't let the muggles get you down. Amazing. Jump in my voice. If someone does write a fanfic called The Boy Who Scored, it needs to be submitted to Fanatical Fix because I need to hear them read it. I need to take time to listen to their podcast more. Me too. Bev always figures it out. It's fine. (laughs) Because she's a witch. Right. Okay. Do you want to know what's funny? Is you froze when I said Harry remained frozen. <laughs> and I heard you say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when did that happen? Bye, Swishers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.